Welcome back to the Something Like the Offseason podcast. I'm your host, Micah Pellerin, nicknamed Musa. And today I'm bringing you a conversation with the one and only Brandon Harmon. Brandon was a standout receiver in his days at Villanova before playing in the NFL for a couple of years, most notably with the Falcons, but not holding it against them. And the conversation we had and the things he shared really epitomized the purpose of this show. He shared the somewhat bumpy transition he had entering the corporate world post-ball, how it took a minute for him to figure out how exactly he wanted to maneuver and navigate his life post his playing career. But ultimately, he shared how a lot of the lessons that he learned in the NFL really helped propel him moving forward. He's an awesome dude doing amazing things nowadays with the folks at the American Heart Association. Be sure to stick around at the end to hear more about that. He gives great insight into the power of being present, the idea of having perspective. And of course, he answers my big four questions at the top of the podcast. It was a great conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button so that you don't miss out on any future conversations. Appreciate you being here. Now let's get to the conversation with Brandon. First question. What was the moment when you were in high school or college that you knew when you were destined to play college or go to the L? So in high school, you know, I knew I was ready for college. I've always been good in, in football. You know, obviously, like, we're athletes, right? It's like, yeah, I'm going to college, right? I didn't really have that plan. You know, and I also didn't have, yeah, I didn't really have the support from my family I did, but, like, from my school. Right, right. So, bro, this is... I don't even talk about this too often, but, you know, like, people see us in, like, oh, you made it to the league, right? Like, they just see that. They don't know what I did in the league, what I didn't do, right? They just know I, I got there. Bro, my freshman year of high school, bro, I didn't even play freshman football. And so, um, went out for the team, whatever, like, everyone else in the summer, bro. It was, like, 100-something people going out for the team, right? It's not 100 numbers. You know what I mean? <laughs> the jerseys out to, bro, all we did was weigh-ins. The coach said, you can't play football. I said, what do you mean? He said, yeah, you can't play for me here. I said, okay. So I didn't even, I didn't even play that year, bro. I'm talking about, I've been playing football since I was seven, bro. There's people that, yeah, there's people that were there, right? Skaters, look like they never played before. <laughs> for the team. They made it just based off the strength and weight, bro. So you missed the team because you didn't weigh enough. Yeah, bro. I didn't, I didn't weigh 135. I weighed 133 my freshman year. I was shorter. I was probably like five, I don't know, like seven maybe. But I was thin. And so he was like, yeah, you're not playing. You don't weigh 135. I weigh 133. Craziest thing I ever heard. But, you know, I, I it was a negative moment, obviously, in that moment, right? And I'm like, dang, what's my next plan? What am I going to do next? So I ended up playing uh, Pop Warner, ninth, my ninth grade year. So I'm playing with like eighth graders. There's other ninth graders that are still playing, but, you know, that's not where I was trying to play. So played again uh, my ninth grade year, 10th grade, obviously 11th and 12th uh, played. But that was that moment that kind of woke me up. You know, it kind of ignited something within me. And I wouldn't say I was cocky before that, but I was definitely confident, you know, in my right. ability. And so it was like, it was a humbling moment because everybody saw it, right? Right. And so and people were talking about it at school, this and that. So, yeah, that was tough. You know, it was a tough moment. And then it, it really just made me like, just kind of, just find like a, that, that fire, you know what I mean, within me to, to really figure out what it is I want to do. Uh, but how I was going to get to that next level as well. 
So that wow, that's dope, man. That's a great. That's a man. Jordan got cut from the team, but he at least tried out. You just stepped on the scale. The scale, bro. <laughs> and and what's crazy is, I think in my high school, there's only been like five or six people that ever made it to the league. Like oh, wow. that, yeah, even my senior year, I had a couple. Um, like at the time, like Army All Americans on my team. Wow. You know, we always had like top recruits uh, at my school or on my team. So it was like we had people coming to the school, you know, and, and coaches were coming. My last year, I had some coaches coming to see me, but nobody was really like serious, right? There was a lot of interest from some schools. Yeah, I had a support of my coach, bro. So yeah, he was always, you know, he's, he, you know, he can, he might make it, but he's gonna do this, he's gonna do that. I didn't really have a support, and so um, yeah, you know, just had to figure out how to make it work, and, and got that. That first offer, I'm like, man, I'm just going here. <laughs> it went crazy. So, what was the moment in in college where you knew that you were destined for uh, the league? I would probably say, again, you know, I was I was confident, of course, um, but you know, like even my freshman year, I registered in my freshman year, and we, me and one of my bros, we were on the scout team, obviously, right? Freshman year, I registered, bro, we're going crazy against the starters on the scout team. I'm like, right. this is college. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, okay, I belong here, right? But right. then it's like, you know, that next year I had some like off the field stuff go on, ended up getting kicked out of school for my grades and it was crazy, bro. I ended up getting back in, so then I was suspended for the spring, couldn't play spring football. I'm like, bro, I was already out the whole year for redshirt. <laughs> so, so, you know, we, we make it to summer, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm a backup, right? My redshirt freshman, I'm a backup, but then the starter, he breaks his leg in probably like the second or third game. He broke his leg, and I've been starting ever since. <laughs> That's what's up. So you knew as soon as he went down, you knew. Yeah, I'm like, it's mine to lose. At this <laughs> I'm like, it's mine to lose at this point. And then you know, right. Premier had some had some success. Excuse me, that year. But then my senior year, we played against Temple, and that was our rival. I went to Nova, so you know they're both in Philly. Nova's in the suburbs, though, so you know. Right. Temple, City, you know how they're already looking at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, we see him all summer at parties and stuff like that. And, and so we finally get the chance to play him. And, and they play at the link, you know, where the Eagles are at. Yeah, yeah, Century Link. Yeah, yeah. So they played at the at the link. And, um, and so we ended up playing him there. My senior year was the first game. And it was the first game, I think, of the whole college season. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a Thursday night game. So it was on TV. So we ended up going down there. We ended up smacking him by like, we don't smack him, but we beat him up. You know, and it was, it was like, <laughs> wow. This is, that's, you know, we're, I'm FCS, right? You know the vibe. Yeah. So, I know so the, we're playing, I know that, we're playing that, yeah, we're playing that FBS school to start off the year. We ended up knocking them off. I had the uh, game winning touchdown, and I had 10 for like 140 something. Ooh. Yeah, and I only had one catch. I only had one catch at halftime. So it was just like, at that moment, I'm like, okay, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, we can do something with this. <laughs> okay, nice, nice, nice. So, high school, college. Yeah. Who were the players that were there with you in high school or college that you felt like could have made it to college or the league that never got a shot? Who was the player? Who's the Who's the one guy? I, I have one from each. I'll give you one from high school. Okay, yeah, for sure. So, high school, bro, we had the coldest running back, bro. What's the high school? What's the high school? Let's shout them out. Monta Vista High School in San Diego, mm-hmm. bro. So he, my running back, he, he was one of those All Americans. Oh, bro, he had like I think he ran for two K. 
uh, our last year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I went to a running school. I would get like two catches. <laughs> I would get a hitch in the post. That's why I had to play. I had to play, a, I had to play safety too. I'm like, coaches don't care about me. This game, two catches a game. I'm like, let me get some picks or something. But um, <laughs> yeah, the running back, bro, he had 2K. But our very last game, we were undefeated the whole year. Game before the championship in the city, he tore his ACL, and it was just like, dang. And he out like, bro, everybody was looking at him. He ended up going to Utah. And this is when obviously Utah has always been solid, but. Uh, when he was there, that's when they beat uh, they beat them in the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, that's Urban Meyer, Utah. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, he was he was cold, bro. He was cold. It's just he got hurt. He he hurt his knee again in college too at Utah. And he was starting at Utah for a minute, split carries, but bro, he was one of the coldest people I've seen, bro. And he wasn't like he was he was he was a big bat, you know what I mean? Yeah. He was the most explosive, but his vision was just different. When he got an open field, his vision was just different, bro. It was so big, yeah. Yeah, but then in college... Oh, what was the running back's name? What was the running back's name? Oh, Darrell Mack. Darrell Mack. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Darrell Mack. Yeah, but then in, uh, in college, one of my boys, same thing, man. It's just that opportunity, man. The opportunity happens. He was a uh, one of my boys. He's from uh, South, uh, South Florida, from uh, Lauderdale. Uh, okay, there we go. I already know. Yeah. It's yeah. like a million of them in college. Every one of them plays college football. I promise. Bro, yeah, so my boy Antoine, Antoine Young, he uh he was up there with me at a at Villanova. It's one of those like, you know, probably could have went to any other school, but sometimes it's just like the opportunity doesn't always happen like that, right? So it's like we but we also have to take advantage of what's in front of us too though. So he's there, you know, like six four, probably like two twenty. He's not the fastest, but bro, he has the strongest arm I've seen, even out of like people I played, you know, with or against uh, in the league. Yeah. yeah. So, bro, he was starting, bro, starting going crazy one game. Our uh, our sophomore year, I think our retro sophomore year. I think in the first half he had five touchdowns, bro. We're coming out of halftime, right? This is a crazy story. We're coming out the tunnel at halftime. And there's like a little. There's a gate that swings open that we come out of, and the little post where the poles go, um, he steps in that hole right there. Bro, he tears his ACL. Tears his ACL, bro. <laughs> and then we have a backup come in. <laughs> no! <laughs> bro, the rest was history. <laughs> no! Yeah, so he, he just like, he fell out of favor, you know what I mean? Like, just from the coaches. And he was still, like, he would play, like, every third series, but it's like, bro, you can't really get in your group. Yeah, yeah, you can't get off. Yeah, yeah quarterback? Wow. He would come in, like, every third series and go crazy, but it's like he fell out of favor. You know, but he had, he had all the tools, bro. He fell out of favor there with the coaches and then just mentally, man. You know what, you know what that's like mentally? He was like the most it. It's no longer, yeah, it's hard to keep your motivation. It's hard to, yeah. yeah. Yeah, bro. So he, you know, poster child, and bam, I tear my knee. The backup comes in, and the backup, like, <clears throat> he wasn't the same as him, like, athletically, like, yeah. not as physically gifted as he was. He was good, you know what I mean? He was, he was, he was getting it done. Bro, we, we won, like, I think we probably lost, like, how next, like, three years after he was started, we probably lost, like, two or three games, bro. <laughs> 
Yeah, so wow. yeah, and then we ended up winning the the FCS championship my senior year. That's crazy. Yeah, so it was just it was one of those situations, bro, where he just kind of fell out of favor. The opportunity was gone, and you just had to just accept it for what it is. It sucks, but you know the the good thing. I applaud him though. He's he stood there though. You know what I mean? Like he stayed there. Like most people that face that adversity, adversity. Yeah. I, Right. I'm in there right. these days. He's a transfer portal. Oh, yeah. ASAP. So, I'm out know. of there. Yeah. 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 So, he stayed, man, and, and he just finished out school. You know what I mean? Like I said, he ended up playing uh, arena, but he didn't, he didn't get looks like in the league and easily with that, bro. Easily. All right. Man. All right. Well, what's his name again? Let's shout him out. Antoine Young. Antoine Young. Shout out to Antoine, man. Shout out to Fort Lauderdale. Next <laughs> question. What is the nicest thing a coach or the best thing a coach has ever done for you? Probably college. Probably college. So, you know, like I was telling you, I got a, I got kicked out of school for my grades my freshman year. You know, high school, I was cool. I had a 3.4 in high school, but like, but it's like, I go to, to college and know it's a private Catholic school. Like, I'm from San Diego. <laughs> I'm going all the way across the coast to Philly, across the country, excuse me, to Philly, right. to the East Coast. It was just different, bro. Everything was different. The weather, the culture. I'm getting adjusted. I don't want to use those as excuses, you know. But <laughs> but at the end of the day, it was just part of my situation that that I had to get accustomed to when I wasn't yet. So I ended up having a. Uh, I mean, I tell people about this. It's all good. I ended up having a. I think a 1.4 my freshman year. Yeah, bro. And then the crazy the crazy thing is, I was going to class too. <laughs> You know that's where my mind went. I was like, oh, yeah. he wasn't going to class. Bro, I I was in any of the extras at that point in my college career. I was actually going to class, bro. I had a 1.4 and I got kicked out. But, you know, like I said, they ended up They kicked you out or suspended you? I got kicked out. Yeah. I got kicked out. But nobody really, I mean, if you, you knew if you're on the team. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, nobody really knew because I got kicked out after that second semester. So we're, it looks like we're on summer break. You know what I mean? But... Yeah, I had to get that break. I know. I know. I had to end up writing a letter to the school with my mom and, and all type of stuff. But they ended up letting me back in wow. based off of uh, an error that they made. Nice. They made an error. Yeah, so they made an error sending out an email to everybody that was in the same situation as me. Um, so I don't know what it was, but my mom knew. And so we ended up using that to get back into school. I just had to write a letter. Um, got back, like I said, was suspended for spring, but, you know, one of my coaches, my, my receiver coach, he, he got on me about that. You know, like I said, I was just, I was super confident because I knew I had the talent. You know, I had to obviously piece things together. I knew I had the talent, but he helped me put it all together, you know, as far as like being a man. You yeah. know, because college is like, it's the first time I'm really free. I'm not yeah. a crib anymore. Like, I can do whatever yeah. I want. Come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, he, he really taught me, you know, how to be a man. Like, he was really disciplining me, like, when it came to, you know, my actions, like, on the field, off the field, you know, like, just how, how you carry yourself, you know, how to how to really be a pro. Because, like I said, I was just going around doing whatever, like, saying whatever, <laughs> you know, showing up, like, right. showing, showing up at quarterback or, or, you know, showing some type of frustration when things weren't going my way. So... You know, he like he would send me to the side, bro. He didn't care who I was, what I just did the Saturday before. Like he would pull me to the side. Like we had to sit in the stadium, and we had 
you know, have these talks about just life and, and uh, you know, and where I was, like, on the field and off the field. He walking me to class some days to see if I, see if I really go to class. And, you know, but it's the conversations we're really having. And I never really had that before. So, you know, it was different for me. So I always... You know, I always show him love for that, man. It was a it was a funny time, you know, but it all it all worked out for, for both of us, you know. And, and Shout out to of, Coach. What's his name? What's his name? Yeah, man. Coach Flynn, my man Coach Brian Flynn. He's a he's actually the wide receiver coach at, at Princeton right now. Okay. So, Shout yeah. out to Coach Flynn, man. Shout out to Coach yeah, Flynn. Okay. He's, he's a wizard when it comes to that offense, man. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. Okay. So now we're moving on. This is like the second part of it. Appreciate you answering those questions. Yeah. You get out of the league and, you know, you get that that cut. You know, everybody knows what that feels like. They're like, hey, Brandon, we love you. You know, we're going to have to let you go. Da, 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 da. I know for me, when I got cut, I couldn't even remember half of what they were saying. I was just kind of like, just like, what's going on? <laughs> Talk me through when you first got cut that next six months, what was going through your mind? What were you trying to do? What were you not doing? Just talk me through like where your mind was at that time. Yeah, so you know, I got I got cut a few times. You know, I got I the last that, yeah, of course that end of the preseason cut. Right. You know, but then like when I got cut, like throughout the season or something like that, like it was tough, you know. But the first time I ever got cut, I tore my knee. Like I tore my knee in the last preseason game, um, against the uh, against the Jags. Uh tore my meniscus. I, I still played. It happened in the first half. I still played the second half. I'm out there limping. <laughs> but you know how it is. It's like, I'm going to drop yeah. it. I'm trying to get to it. Gotta go. to yeah, I don't have time to be hurt. Got to go. Right? So I put, yeah, I put some of that little, uh, some little heated powder on there. <laughs> got right for the second half. Uh, but honestly, bro, it was tough, like mentally for me, because, you know, this is what I've been dreaming of doing since I was like, six. Seven, right? And nobody's ever really told me no to where it meant something. Like, yeah, high school happened, right? That happened where I couldn't play, you know, but then after that, it's like, that's never really happened to me, you know what I mean? And so just really getting that, that rejection was tough, you know, but at the same time, it's like, I don't think without, about, I don't think without being cut, I would be who I am. You see what I'm saying? Because it's like, you go through so much when it comes to being cut mentally, bro. Toughest thing I've ever been through was was playing in the league. You know, it's like everything you have to go through. But you know, after being cut, it's like you question you question yourself for a second. Like, okay, he told me I'm not supposed to be here. Am I really not supposed to be here? Right? And everything I everything I was doing was based off of being there. Right? Like I my whole life was <laughs> geared towards being here, and I finally did. Yeah. So I'm like, I shouldn't be here, you know. So you think about all those things in the back of your head, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like you really have to rely on yourself, like your faith, your confidence, you know, whatever it is that you believe in, and and really stand on that, right? Because if you don't, your mind's gonna waver, you know, your confidence is gonna waver, everything. And like, I could get cut today, I have to bounce back by tomorrow, knowing I have to focus on what's next, right? My next opportunity. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was tough. That was tough because you start thinking about life. Like, okay, if this isn't for me, what do, I, what do I do next? And like you said earlier, it's like you really saw that, right? You saw examples of people who didn't have that plan lined up for next, that plan B. Because I'm so stuck on plan A, I don't even know what plan B is. Facts. 
So when did you shift to when did you shift to Plan B? Like what what was that relationship like? Was it just like you know what I just don't have it anymore? Or I'm done with it or I'm at peace with everything? Talk to me about like when you shift. I won't even call it Plan B. I call it Plan A again. Yeah, that's right. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, honestly, it was probably. You know, so my the last time I was on was the Rams, and I never knew that was the last practice that I would ever have. You know, like playing. Wow. It was just one of those. I was on practice squad, um, got cut. Starting the, one of the starting the tackles got hurt. Had to pull somebody up, and they brought in two linemen. I was one of them. So you know how that was. But um, yeah, that whole next year, bro, I, I probably was, I was flying around, obviously getting those Tuesday workouts. Um, with, <laughs> With, with Talk about teams. those Tuesday workouts. People don't know about those Tuesday workouts. <laughs> I was fortunate I didn't have to do one, but I would see them. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Talk about those Tuesday workouts. Yeah, that, that whole next year, I was flying around getting those Tuesday workouts. And it's just like mentally, you know, after being cut, it's like, I could get a call tomorrow. I can get a call in six months. You know what I mean? Like, I may never get a call. Um, but as soon as you get that call, it's like, okay, mentally I have to be ready. Physically I have to be ready at the same time. And, and, you know, you have to make sure that this is really what you want to do because it's like on a drop of a dime, you know, you can be back living your dream. You can have a job, you know, <laughs> in, in a matter of hours. So, right. you know, that that was tough about it, but you have to always make sure you're prepared. Like, you really have to have everything in that basket, right? As far as the eggs being in that basket, if this is really what you want to do. But, you know, back, back to that, what I was saying, like that whole year, flying around, getting those Tuesday workouts, I had some great workouts, never signed, you know? And so, yeah, after I never signed, I'm like, I started questioning everything, you know? And I had, I had a couple knee surgeries at this point, but I'm like, nah, I can't really be that. Like, I didn't feel, I didn't feel terrible. I just didn't feel the same. Right. I, mean, I know right. who I am, you know your abilities. And I don't know, maybe they felt the same. And so at that point, I'm just like, this is it. You know, I, I really have to figure it out. And, and then I was about to have my daughter. So I'm like, I got to figure this out, man. Life, life is real right now. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. So you walk away. You do, you make decision like, all right, I'm not the same player I used to be. I've done these trials. I have a daughter coming up. And where does your mind go? Like, how do we get to that that next step? What, what, was, what was going through your mind as far as the next step? I'll be real with you. That next step took years. <clears throat> right. Know, it, like mentally, I'm seeing people I, you know, whether it's grew up with, played against in college, met in the league, still playing on TV. So, like, even watching football. Yeah. Like, that was hard, bro. Like, it yeah. was hard for me to watch football for, for a few years at that point. I mean, sometimes I wouldn't say as much now, but I still watch it. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it was it was tough for me. You know, it was really tough, like I said, just seeing people I know, seeing people I played against, you know, no matter the level, like still playing the game. And so, you know, I, uh, like I said, I was about to have my daughter, so I had to move up to L.A. Um, at that point from San Diego. And, you know, I really had to just figure it out. Like, I have this in my mind, I need to find a new job. And like I said, I, I was always focused on playing. I wasn't really focused on my second plan at this time. So I have all this going on in this one moment. And mentally, it was a lot. But at the same time, I knew, you know, at, at, at some point, you're going to see that light at the end of the time. You know what I mean? Like, mentally, I went through so much by playing the league, like training camp and, and right. being cut, and training camp was tough. You know, I'm undrafted. 
I mean, you know, it's like you always looking over your shoulder, right? <laughs> and then the opportunities you do get, you better perform, right? I may get two opportunities. I may get 20 opportunities, but you right. better show up and perform. So you mentally right. have to be present and you have to be ready to perform when you're called on. So, you know, I knew what I went through before and I, I've always been able to use that, you know, in just situations throughout life to know that, you know, whatever I'm going through or whatever somebody's going through, you know, they'll feel every single emotion that comes with that moment. Uh, but know that that moment will pass and the moment is just a moment. So, you know, I was able to, to use those experiences um, and just bounce back as usual, you know, when it comes to facing that adversity, man, and, and just focusing on, on, on what life had to offer now, uh, but what I could still give um, to life at that point as well. Right. So when you when you think about career, you know, obviously you can't play anymore. There's going to have to be some sort of education to get you to the next, you know, to the next bridge. You're still dealing with, and I, you know, I agree with you, man. I, sometimes you turn on the TV like, man, I can't believe this guy is still playing. Respectfully, I'm happy for him. Yeah. I'm happy for his family, but come on now. Yeah. <laughs> we all know. Everybody who was in those practice, it is what it is. You know now you're out of ball. Man, I've got to develop some skills. I'm confident I can do it. Talk me through, like, those first couple months of getting getting familiar with, like, all right, this is the skill I want to develop. This is the career I want to pursue and how that kind of evolved. Yeah, so I didn't necessarily have the uh, the career, you know, mapped out that I wanted right. at that point. Because right. the, the things I went to school for <laughs> yeah. didn't really apply to, to what I do and what I've done. So, right. you know, it was just more so I knew I had my confidence with me. Um, and I knew that I could get through any situation, you know, like we talked about before, just based off of my background and my past. So, you know, I kind of, I took what I had, right? I've always, I've always felt like I've been a good communicator, you know, and I've applied that. But at the same time, in the real world, there's other skills that I need to learn. Right. You know, so uh, just taking what I already had, uh, but then you have to really look in the mirror. What do I need? What do I need to mm. You know, like, what do I need in order to grow in this area um, as a professional? Um, where, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? But really taking that look in the mirror and saying, okay, yes, I was just here. I may be here for a little bit, but that doesn't mean I can't get back here in another field, right? Or, or in another way. So just having that, uh, just having that mindset and just knowing that, like I said, this is only just a moment, you know, because... Being right here, being in that that percentile that we're in, making it there today—that's different. You know, you can't you can't look down on yourself because you're not there anymore. You can use that in, in multiple ways to to kind of streamline like where you're going next. You know, you that to push you forward. And so, you know, it took me a while to be able to do that. But you know, I, I think being able to do that has helped me out tremendously. Right, and I guess. One of the things that's tough, too, is, you know, anybody that 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 knows more about you that, you know, as we learn more about you, say, like, yo, you're already outside of ball. You're in you're you're entering that that upper tier football. It's easy because it's like, what's the best thing you can do? It's like it's the NFL. Right. Like if you're playing arena, you play Canada. That's great. And shout out to those brothers and making a living and stuff like that. But we know this for all, for all practical purposes the best of the best is NFL. Do you think a lot about 
being at a similar level to the NFL? Or right now, is your mindset just kind of still on just getting better and 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 letting it be what it's going to be because it's not as easily defined? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Uh, honestly, I feel like initially it was like, I just came from this. I can't live like this. I need to be living like this. And it, it's not right. even from a, a monetary perspective, you know, but it's just like, I'm just used to being able to do certain things, right? <laughs> I can show up to work. I have, you know, food in the, in the cafe. I'm, I'm doing this. Right. I have these things that are right here, accessible to me at an arm's distance, right? But now it was like, okay, you know, I have to figure out how to, well, how to be a man, right? <laughs> how to be a man. Like, I'm not getting, I'm not saying leave, you're getting spoon fed, but you get a lot of things handed to you that you have to take advantage of. And, you know, after that, you're not really getting that. So right. I think that comparison uh, kind of killed, it, it could kill people, right? That comparison, like, even to, like, I was just in the league, I didn't be back in the league, but, but not playing football. You see what I'm right. saying? So, right. That comparison all the time, it's tough. It's like, you know where you've been, and you always feel like you're that person because you are. You just have to figure out to take what you've done, you know, and what you did, those transferable skills, and apply it to life. And, and sometimes it, it takes a while to find what that passion is or find what your new purpose is. But once you find it, everything that you were just doing, right. that same uh, energy that you put into right. making it to me, uh, we have to put that towards this new passion, you know, that new purpose, because that'll push you forward in life. Facts. And and how often now do you think, and, and I, I think we're kind of on the same page, just like, man, I used to look at the game like, man, I can't believe... And now it's kind of like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can I can watch I can watch I can watch a game and stuff like this. But outside of watching people in the NFL, how often do you think about, man, I could have, you know, I could have done X Y Z. I never was given that opportunity. And you know, depending on how much you think about it, what do you do to combat that to stay present? Yeah. So I, I think about it often. I think even like yeah. The, the way I work out sometimes, though, right? Like some of my yeah. workouts. <laughs> bro, before this call, I was still doing hand cleans uh, before this call. Yeah. Whoa. So I'm like, you know, you're not doing hand cleans as an everyday person. You know what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, things like that, I'm like, ah. But, you know, the main thing that I don't have any regrets, but the main thing I wish I would have done different, um, I wish I would have put more time in while I was there. You know, while I was there, I'm like, you know, I always felt like it was just going to be a forever thing. You know, I didn't realize that it could be gone next week, you know, until I really ran into those situations. I wish I would have put more time in, like, taking care of myself. Like, I, I took care of myself, but, you know, there's always there's so much more. You've seen it. You yeah. know, and I, I wish I would have, you know, like, watched more film and, and, you know, got with some of the OGs on the team and the vets and, you know, really locked in on, on what it takes to stay here, you know, for that long. As opposed to just, you know, worrying about always looking over my shoulder and things like that. If I got rid of that mindset and focused on uh, what it takes to be here and, and how to stay here without, you know, thinking about looking over my shoulder, it could have right. been, could have, would have, should have. But, yeah. you know, today, I would rather put myself in that situation to see how it all turns out. As opposed right. to, you know, just worrying about, okay, am I going to be here tomorrow? I still have this talent, right? But so is everybody else. They wouldn't be here yeah. if they weren't talented. That's what people don't realize. Yeah. It's like, okay, we can use the NBA as an example, right? You have the, the first, you, your best player on the team, right? You got your superstar. 
that last person on the bench is 30 times better than any average. <laughs> <laughs> a fact. That's a what fact. people realize, though. And so, right. you know, just, just having that, right, just, that's one of those things that I always wish that, you know, I, I did differently. But, you know, I, I realized that that was that moment then. Like, I could use what I learned from it. Like I said, those transferable skills, you know, just apply it to life to, to really move forward and progress. Because if I constantly think about that, bro, I'm not really progressing, right? And right. at this point, it's like, okay, it happened. You know, I had, right. to, I had to really accept, um, you know, my, my path to the league, but my journey while I was there. You know, obviously, yes. I went into the league, like, I want to be in Hall of Fame, right? I want to do this. I want to do yeah. that. It yeah. didn't turn out that way. And that's, yeah. that's okay. Right. No, it took it took me years to accept that that is okay. You know, my journey and my plan were different than you know what somebody else had for me in mind. So, you know, just really accepting that um, helped me overcome a lot. You know, it really opened up some other doors for me. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, talk talk right now about your career now, where you are, what you like about it, and and just kind of like what's what's keeping you motivated and inspired there. Yeah, so, you know, I'll, I'll take you back a few years, and I feel like this is probably, this is 17, 18. Uh, yep. This is when I first really figured out, like, okay, you know, this is what I want to do. Um, right. you know, for a while, like, after I was first done, I was training, like, physical training, right? I was a trainer. I was like, ah, I thought I had to, right? Because I had all the tools. I played the league. Uh, cool. I can attract clients easily. I didn't love doing it. You know, I was already working out. <laughs> I, I didn't like doing it. So I got this opportunity that came up. Um, I ended up donating uh, bone marrow to a, a person that had leukemia at the time uh, for this company called Be The Match, and there'd be a national marrow donor program. Ended up doing that. From there, they reached out to me, said, hey, we need you to do be like a, an ambassador consultant for a week uh, for the Super Bowl. When they, because they're very in, uh, in Minnesota, Super Bowl was in Minnesota this year. It was a uh, New England and Philly, um, eighteen. So uh, went out there, did all this work for them for the week, and it was cool because you know the homies are out there too, just like from other NFL stuff. So meeting up with my homies, um, just having a good time, doing some work for them, like as a as a consultant, and. I had a great time, bro. I'm, I'm on Radio Row speaking about what I did. I'm, I'm doing radio interviews um, at radio stations in the city. Right, um, right, right. Just interacting with them. And then from there, it just it organically created a role within the company. So, you know, I was working for them for two, three years, you know, if you include that time. Just flying around. I was a sports and excuse me, sport, uh, manager for uh, sports and entertainment uh, partnerships. Um, also some multicultural partnerships. We were working with uh, college sports as well. Um, so it was it was cool. You know, I was really just trying to figure out ways to, to add diversity uh, to the registry. Uh, for people that, yeah, because, you know, there's a, I don't know the stats now at this point, but, um, you know, it, it's just really rare for people to find a match uh, if you're suffering from, you know, some type of blood cancer. Uh, for people that are from diverse backgrounds. So that's really what I was doing, but I was using my network and my background to help, you know what I mean? Like, like bring results uh, towards that. So uh, I felt it was, a, it was a great time for me, but for me, it made me think outside of myself. You know, right. I, I'm able to that bridge, you know, to bring two intersections together that have never crossed paths. 
And so being able to do that, I really found, you know, purpose in doing that. I loved what I was doing. Um, you know, I was there, like I said, for a few years. And then after that, I really tried to, like, once again, it was similar to the league. You know, uh, and then it happened and I was going there. I was comparing what I wanted to do, what I wanted to find next to that. You know, so again, like that comparison. Stop. Man, you can't compare. You know, that's, that's a joke right yeah. there. So I was doing that for a minute, but then I'm like, okay, take what you've done over these past years and, and playing in the league, and how can you apply that somewhere else? And whether that, whether you're getting paid for it, you know, whether you're not getting paid for it, put those things together uh, and figure it out. So, you know, I felt like I was able to do that. I got more involved in the community uh, with the Rams out here. Like, I I feel like I that's the team I'm the most involved with, and that's the team I played, played the least on. <laughs> 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 so, you know, it makes sense, man. It, it honestly makes sense. Uh, just doing everything I get to do in the community uh, with the Rams, obviously it's, you know, there's – you know, being in the league, like, it's opened so many doors. Um, and, and a lot of things we do for free because that's just who you are as a person, right? Like, everything doesn't have to be a paid opportunity. So, Come on. yeah, being able to being able to go to, you know, these schools out here for, you know, like, underserved communities and being able to go to these detention centers out here and just talk to the kids. And, and, you know, when you think about it, it's like, I don't know what I could tell you, but at the same time, it's like, what you do tell them, like it makes sense. You know, it, it's relatable somehow, some way. You know they can put it together. And so getting those cyber opportunities, I honestly feel like that's what my purpose in the league was for. You know to to be able to yeah to be able to be in those rooms like without my name being in that stadium and that arena, like I wouldn't get some of these same opportunities that I get. So right. I, I take advantage of that, and I just do it because that's that's who I am as a person. You know, and so you know doing that. Uh, I work for the American Heart Association uh, School Engagement, uh, working with a lot still, like partnering with a lot of uh, schools in the community, uh, talking about health and wellness and doing different initiatives with the schools, um, other things with some uh, some recruiting, like when it comes to high school kids trying to get um, that exposure going to college as well. So it's fun. You know, I, I feel like it's just like, it's a lot of work, but it's like, yeah. I feel like I was called to do that. Right. <laughs> Right, 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 right. I love it, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. So right now we at the point where we want to learn how we can reach out to you, how people who want to get in contact with you, whether they want to help with the AHA, whether they want to help, you know, try to help find someone, get uh, some sort of like recruiting work done uh, to get them from high school to, to college. How can people find you? What's the best way for them to contact you? And I don't don't give you a personal number right here because I know yeah. you're every, every day. Hey, Brandon, what's up, baby? I got a Nah, so I got a kid, man. This kid is is the next prime. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. I do hear that. Yeah. Though, but... <laughs> I already know. Um, nah, honestly, you know, LinkedIn, easiest way to connect. Um, and go to my page on there, my Instagram as well. Instagram will be back up, like I said, real soon. Um, I, I realized that, you know, I felt I was having this conversation yesterday. It's just like, I need to be more connected, you know, on my socials yep. sense of the things that we're talking about, you know, not the things that I'm necessarily, that may look appealing or appeasing to some people, you know how it is these days, but oh, yeah. that, that image, um, you yeah. know, and so just, just really tapping into 
you know, the things that can help change the community, things that can help change somebody's life that, that may hear a word from us. And it's like, okay, this resonated with me. I can apply this to my life this way. You know, and it, and it shows some, and they, they start to see some progression in their life. So, you know, I need to start doing that on both sides, right? Like the, the uh, personal, professional work, but also, you know, like the league stuff that we still do. Yeah. And the connections that we have there. And, man, you can't, like, like I said, my career didn't go how I wanted to go, but I thank God I was able to make it, you know, I was blessed to be able to make it to that level and, you know, just to create, like, interactions like this, right? Have moments and, and a network that I've been able to build, like, within the league, just from playing and from being in those stadiums. So I appreciate, you know, all the support. Appreciate you reaching out to having and connected, too. Man. Oh, no, of course. I saw the story. I said, man, I got to get him on off-season, man. I got to get him on off-season. For sure, for sure. Nah, yeah, because I, you know, I, I, you know, I saw, you, I know your story, you know, so I, I was like, yeah, of course, right? It just made sense because there's like, I feel like there's so many just ways to connect with people, but we don't often utilize those connections. Like, oh, he played too, that's what's up, right? But like, okay, right. you guys share so much in common that you may not even know about until you right. really connect with this person. You guys can create some type of bond and some type of network. Expands into something you know bigger than what bigger. it looks like right now. You already know. You already know. All right, brother. I appreciate you. All right. All right, brother. All right, All right peace. Brother.